Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome back to the Rough Trade Podcast. This week, I caught up with Dutch-born US-based producer Martin on the release of his latest album. Plus, we're at the end of June and therefore halfway through the year. So I decided to quiz this week's staff guest on their personal albums of the year so far. Plus, of course, chat about the music they're listening to right now and also what new releases are hot this week. Before any of that, though, want to play a new one from Brighton-based four-piece Breathe Panel. Uh, they were very recently introduced to me by Ben at Rough Trade. They're signed to Fat Cat and have recently released an EP featuring this brilliant track. This is Sunrise Sunshine. Check it out. that was Breathe Panel. Their debut album is out mid-July and is actually recorded with MJ from Hookworm, so we're really excited about that one. So, I have Joff here today on the show. Hello. Joff is back. Yeah, I know. I, I, someone's dropped out, haven't they? <laughs> no. 
I invited you specially. This <laughs> is the week of Josh. Someone's cancelled. I know someone's <laughs> cancelled because I got asked to do it at the last no, minute. No, no. Do you know what I thought it was? I was like, right, it's halfway through the year. Almost Brilliant. exactly today. So I was like, I want Josh on to yeah, chat about... bringing the big give, guns, yeah. Bringing the big guns for the roundup. <laughs> if someone knows about music across the board, it's that guy. <laughs> ah, so... As many of you probably already know, because Joff's been on the airwaves quite a bit over the years with the old Rough Trade Radio, uh, Joff works in the mail order team. I don't know if they knew that. Do they not? I don't know oh if they God. knew that. No, I was always like uh, presented as some sort of radio host. Oh, um, well. I don't think they know if I know, but I work, I do work in mail Okay, order. in brackets, radio host. Yeah, but, I'm one but of the mainly... three, three, four mail order people. Yeah. Mail order people, yeah. And yeah. you're the guy who answers... I'm the manager. You are the manager, um, yeah. Two members of staff, Tom and Alex, who work for me, (laughs) and then Elliot is uh, part-time, but he's also my member of staff. They're all my members of staff, basically, and I'm the manager. So chief mailman. I'm the chief manager, and and they're assistant managers. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we cleared that up if if you've been anonymous for this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you'll also remember, I wanted to make this little disclaimer, because we used to do this thing called Overheard at Rough Trade a few episodes back, and it was supposed to be this whole weekly thing, and... Although it was really funny, I think we kind of felt that you either had to kind of be there for it to really hit home or, like, you maybe need to work here to really kind of get them. But My, my problem was most of the things I overheard were said by Nigel and couldn't be aired. Okay. This is <laughs> really was, the reason. Was I was trying to do the PC version, but, you know, I've been overruled here. Um, but basically, we've decided that if you loved that section of the show and would still like to hear what's been overheard at Rough Trade, you know... Just ask, just come up to me at the end just of the day. Come, just five come up to Joff in Rough Trade Five o'clock, I'm usually and sitting he'll, he'll at let the, it rip. the cafe. Yeah. So just come and I'll there tell you everything that Nigel has said. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, after 5pm is like the watershed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the so, watershed for you. So this, is, this is fine. Anyway, so let's talk about new releases. Okay. Um, obviously, the Kamasi Washington record, Heaven and Earth, uh, drops this week. Massive record. Dropped this week. Massive. Massive record. Obviously, we had the we had some playbacks in all of our shops actually um, for this record. I don't actually I don't think the NYC store did it, but all of the shops in the UK we had a playback of that as an exclusive uh, last week prior to it being released, uh, which I think was received really very, really very quite well. excellently. There were, yeah, there were DJs. There were and, DJs, uh, and from what I saw on social media, it was a fantastic event. It really, really was. <laughs> To match the fantastic record. So that is out now, uh, available, of course, at all Rough Trade shops and online. But there is more than just that record this week. And I think, Joff, you've got a few. Oh, yeah, there's, you a, few, there are, there's, there's a few. There's the new Wave Pictures album, which is really yep. great. It's a bit mellower than like the Moving On Front the Surfer magazine stuff. It's nice. It's a, a, a chilled out Wave Pictures album. So that's mm-hmm. nice. There's this Stella Donnelly record yep. on Secretly Canadian, which has been knocking around for a while now, okay. but Secretly Canadian have picked it up. It's called Thrush Metal, nice. which is a really great name. That's an I'm immediately buying that record because it's called Thrush Metal. Just, just to be clear, Thrush Metal. Thrush Metal, yeah. Thrush so it's metal, like, okay. yeah, Thrush Metal. And um, yeah, I haven't just got a weird accent. It's called, <laughs> sounds Scottish. Yeah, Thrush Metal. Now, um, it's, it's on Secretly Canadian and uh, it's kind of in the vein of Australian sad girls. Okay, girls from Australia are sad, yep. and um, it's part of that movement. If that is a movement, okay. um, we'll and uh, it's I've got a playlist of, the, of that <laughs> called go. Australian Sad Girls. I'm going to link that so in the description <laughs> box to the show. That'd be great. I need yeah, the photos. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's it's just a, a really mellow, kind of depressing but really cool sounding record. Okay. Um, what else is out this week? Um, 
it's David Sylvie and, and Holger Kazukai. Nigel always tells me I say that wrong. The guy uh, yes. from Cannes. The guy yes. from Japan yes. and the guy from Cannes. It begins with C- CZ. Yeah. Yeah. The I'll, guy I'll, from Japan. I'm not going to tempt So that Japan either. and Cannes together, Japan. There we go. Um, Polite and Premonition, Flux and Mutability, and that's out. And um, that's going to be a massive record. Like, um, I remember David, I was a big fan of Japan when I was a kid. He's obviously an incredibly handsome man. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know David Zilch? Do you know what he looks like? Yeah, I know what he looks like. Incredibly handsome. Don't know the name. So I was quite confused, like as a ten-year-old, not sexually, but I was just confused when I saw a sticker of him, like in Smash Hits, and I was like, I just couldn't work out whether he was like a, a beautiful man mm. or a quite a beautiful woman. Oh, okay. Very confusing. So and it was great to see Sean's. Um, notes for this release this week which again referred to him as the world's most beautiful man I thought it was, <laughs> it was just me but it turns out both me oh, and Sean a universal had a opinion. crush on David Sylvian oh, yeah. um, so that's out this week and Princess Nokia of course um, she's gone emo she has and uh, she's got this record A Girl Cried Red she does and it is it's an emo mixtape she's describing it <laughs> as quite, it, quite a different I like to the, it. To the end of lo- the, yeah. the one that came out. So last everyone year, loved yeah. the record last year, yeah. and and then this one, there was some people, there was some surprised faces, ears, surprised ears, mm. if that's it. and um, but I think it's fantastic because mm. it sounds like Avril Lavigne. Is that okay. is that a selling point for our trade listeners? Selling point to me. Yeah. I'm gonna go stick it on. It's, off uh, this yeah, thing. so okay. I think it's great, and I think um, I think it's a fun new thing to do. I mean, just if that's what she's gonna do, then just change it every yeah, time. Change then. it, but. Um, it was fun. So they're, they're my big, they know, that's, that's my big new release. They are big picks week. for yeah, this week. Yeah, that's the big picks for this week. Amazing. Um, so I would ask you what track you want to play, but we've already established that it's going to be play the, the, the thrush, one. Yeah, the thrush metal um, one. But there's, because uh, it's like seven tracks long. I think Mean to Me is the one because it's, you know, and people are always mean to me. <laughs> I know. Okay. But, you know, so it resonates. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is Mean to Me. Oh 
That was mean to me. Thank you very much for choosing a song for this week. But obviously, and this is the part of the show which everyone looks forward to the most, is delving into, personally, Joff, what music you're into, um, telling us about your loves, your hates, your new discoveries, your go-tos. I mean, I've been into most things over Uh the years. at the moment, I, I mean, for the last few years, I've just li- really just listened to country music. Okay. So I know that Nigel was hoping that this was going to be a country podcast, but well, I'm gonna, I've disappointed him already. No. Um, because I haven't no. really chosen any any country stuff. It's fine. I'll just say, Nigel, listen to this. Skip to minute <laughs> 4.03 yeah. and the play one. from there, and exactly. it's, it's your dream come true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's mainly country at the moment, but I mean, it's I just I've always listened to everything, so... Um, and uh, it's the month of pop it this is month. month of pop. Um, I've called it that because I've, I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, and uh, Lily Allen came in and Georgia Smith came in. It is the month. Oh my gosh. Uh, and it so is it's the month, the month of, pop. of pop. And I went to see Haim on Friday night. Oh my God. How was uh, that, by the oh, way? It was fantastic. It's was a great, it? great pop event. Um, so it's basically it's the month of pop. So I've been really hitting pop quite hard. Um, and this church's record that's come out, uh-huh. that is an incredible pop record. Sounds like Cocteau Twins and to like Red Era Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. a mix of the two. Oh, wow. So that, I've been hitting that quite hard. Nice. Um, and I actually pointed out to you before we sat down that uh, we haven't really spoken about... No one's speaking about churches. No one's churches spoken about churches at Rapture. No one, no. I've put it on. It lasts about 40 seconds. No, And that's not because it's a bad record. Yeah. It's always too good a record. Okay. Yeah. Because the guys in the shop don't know what they're doing. No. You know? <laughs> they don't know. They, you know, they play... Oh, I don't know what they're listening to right now, but... The church's record's really great. It does sort of transform the shop into kind of like has a more top shop feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind that. No. Um it's good to like to mix it up. Yeah. That's and what we're here for. and but I won't get played. Um it's kinda it's too far. Yeah. Too far the wrong way. They'll, they'll like like they Caroline might... Rose record, they'll accept that. That's yeah. pop and stuff. But Taylor would be too far. I was and gonna I think say church, might, yeah. no, no. I mean there was I don't know if you know about Beyonce Gate. I don't. No, it was the time when I didn't used to um, put a lot of records on. Um, <laughs> and the, no one really asked me because they knew I'd put on something that they wouldn't like. And then yeah. one time Matt, who hadn't worked here long, said, why don't you um, put a record on? And I was like, well, oh, God, I haven't heard the new Beyonce record yet. And so we put that on. Okay. And um, it lasted about a song. And then the manager at the time, Noreen, ran up and just turned it off and just said it's not effing top shop. And, oh, and it was turned off and that and everyone else, and that was the last time I listened to I put anything on in the shop until Noreen had left. I mean 
I get that, you know, we're rough trade, but we've got to, you know, try and, it did, try and accommodate it a few It didn't sound it. great. It okay. didn't sound great. Okay, it didn't, didn't it really work in the environment. To be fair to Noreen, <laughs> she was right on this one. <laughs> but it scared me. It scared me away from the, um, from, uh, the needle. From the stereo, yeah. So, but now I'm back and you I try back? and put on churches and they don't really, um, again, they don't like it. It last, oh. didn't even last a song. But I listened but to all the way to this is the avenue with which you can have the control and put it on. Exactly. So everyone's going to hear it now. And they're going to hear it's a fantastic record. <laughs> and it's a really great pop record. And like I say, it's a month of pop. So I think it'd be great if we could play a song for the month of pop. Okay. Should um, we put, should we put it on now? Yeah, or should on. I play it later in the show? <sighs> play it now. Play it now. Okay. What, what track are you going to go for? Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Never saying what I wanted, saying what I needed. I pushed you to the edge, never knowing what I wanted, knowing what I needed you to see. Reflections you used to see, never look unlike to
Uh, so that was churches. Maybe hit up the Twitter and let us know what you think about churches. I've been pronouncing the V. Have you? I thought it was Trevurches. Uh, all this time? Yeah. Oh. I just no. assumed that was the... And then people are like, well, why are you saying the V? <laughs> and it's like, because I've written a V. <laughs> but it's obviously just to improve, like, make it more Googleable. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And just make it look ridiculous. edgy. <laughs> um, cool. So you have four records I in do. front of me. This is literally like staff shoplifting. I love it. I know this is. So what happened was you actually picked a really good week. Well, someone else dropped out in a really good week for me because this week there's like four reissues um, by my favourite. It's not actually by my favourite ever label, but there is so emotional response to the label, um, which the guy from Boy Racer is in. Where's the Boy Racer one? Okay, so the guy from Boy Racer, Stuart Anderson, he's got a label with Jen from Boy Racer called Emotional Response. Anyway, they've reissued these four LPs on Sarah Records, mm-hmm. which is the greatest label ever. Okay. Okay. Do you know much about I, I li- This is interesting for no, me because I know I've, zero about this. I'm going to tell you the story now okay, about do. the greatest label of all time. <laughs> so they exist between like 87 and 95. Eight years. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's run by Matt and Claire who are... They're going out of the time. Not anymore. Okay. That ends. Okay. That's a later part of the story. Okay. But at the time, they're, they're based in Bristol. Mm-hmm. And they they have they put out seven-inch singles, which are kind of like, they're seen as being quite twee and indie, like an indie pop thing. But um, but actually, they're like incredibly incendiary, political, like anti-sexist, anti-capitalist records. And they're amazing. And they, had, they just, it's this whole sort of DIY, but not for the sake of being sort of fetishistic about like records and stuff they're just very pure okay. and um they make these records and there's bands like heavenly and sea urchins and orchids and field mice massive bands <laughs> they're all on this label anyway i loved the label so much and i bought every single single whatever they put out i'd buy it um wow. and um and then like after eight years um they 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 ended it at Sarah One. They called everything, everything had like a catalog number Sarah One, Sarah Two, and at Sarah One Hundred, which is a compilation, they stopped the label and they announced oh, wow. it in the music press, who hated them by the way. Oh. The music press, Enemy and Melody make Melody make a lesser, but Enemy hated them because Enemy were very rockist and masculine, yeah. and it was what Sarah Records were the antithesis of that. I mean, they were called Sarah to wind up the music press because it was the idea of calling a record label after just a girl's name at the mm-hmm. time was like. It's provocative. So, yeah. um, so on my birthday, I didn't know this was happening. On my birthday, my favorite record label just put an advert in saying it's good. it was like an advert. It said a day for destroying things, and it had this text about how there was the last release they were doing. And Sarah Records is over, and that was it. Ruined my birthday. Aww. Yeah, don't work. But since on then, your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, I know. So that that was that's the sad end to the story. Um, but every, like every seven inch came with like a sort of uh, just a hand typed missive or like a sort of manifesto mm-hmm. um, from them. Sometimes just about like uh, getting a bus or something. You know, they were very like Bristol centric, and um, it was, they used to give postcards away with every record. And then you'd get all the postcards together, and they would make like a large picture of Temple Mead Station. Okay, which was actually was actually a really boring thing to have a, well, a large picture of but, but if you've got nine records and then you're like oh it's just, it's just a station <laughs> but that was part of their thing and all the, yeah. the middle of records had like um train stations along that line on um so 
so there's a film that came out last year called My Secret World, and there's a, a book as well, Pop Quiz. And they're both like they're just the story of Sarah is amazing. Um, and it kind of shaped as as a human being. I'm a lot of who I am now is to blame, like they're to blame. Okay. Or or they were they. I loved them. Either they're to blame for me, or I was into them because they just fitted so perfectly yeah. with me. Yeah. So we've got these four records this week. Um, so one is Action Painting, who put out three singles on Sarah, I think. Yeah, I think they just did three singles. Maybe they did four, three or four. So that's one of them. And they were kind of a bit noisy for me, actually. I wasn't mm-hmm. a big Action Painting fan. Okay. <laughs> Not to say they're, they're bad, but they were a little bit noisy, sort of wedding present thing yep. going on. And um, But they did this amazing song called These Things Happen, which is really great. And to be honest, it's worth getting it for. We've got that in white, I think. We've nice. Got special, we've got special colours in all of these, but I don't know what colours are which. Um, and then there's the the Boy Racer one, Fling Your Bonnet Over the Windmill. And now Boy Racer have put out like 800 songs. So if you want to get into wow. Boy Racer, you kind of have to just be into Boy Racer. Yeah. <laughs> um, get so, started now. So, and that's it. That's it. That's all you can be into <laughs> for like, like, at least two years. But that is great as well. They had like a great song called I've Got It and It's Not Worth Having. Another one called He Gets Me So Hard. I think it was called Gets Me Hard. Gets Me So Hard. And... Um, that's great. Again, they were a bit noisier, the, so but they're cool. And like Stuart runs um, emotional response now. He's a cowboy as well. He's a cowboy. Yeah. So they moved. So Stuart and Jen both moved to Flagstaff from Arizona, um, and they have a cattle ranch. So he's oh, wow. an actual cowboy. An actual cowboy. Yeah. So he's an actual cowboy. So so there was the premiere of the Sarah Records documentary, yeah. which of course I attended oh, um, in Bristol. And there was like an exhibition. It had all their stuff, like it had the typewriter they used to type stuff on. I've copied that. I've got that typewriter now because <laughs> they had the typewriter. I was just like, I need to have that exact typewriter. It's a silverette, silverette, silverette. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they had like, they used to do a board. Sarah, I don't know which number set, maybe Sarah 50 is just a board game. Um, Sarah, like based on Monopoly. Okay. So, um, so basically the exhibition was all this great stuff and it had all like the press reviews which are terrible because they just hated them and they just they were really mean to Sarah until like I don't know maybe 10 years ago when um, Enemy after they'd been mean to them all this time um, just said they were like the second best label of all time or something in their list of like the greatest labels of all time yeah which is just ridiculous because they were just so unsupportive at the time and just didn't get it because they were just about men and rock yeah and Sarah well now they're struggling so they're they don't even exist anymore (laughs) I mean neither neither Sarah nor but but (laughs) you know no one's reissuing old enemies this week so you know so at least Sarah still has a place in the world um so yeah the boy racer one's good he's a cowboy he's a cowboy and so he was at this thing and he's wearing a cowboy hat and I was like oh he's wearing a cowboy hat yeah yeah but no actually a cowboy so he can wear a cowboy hat it's not a problem um and they're all coming over here in July. And so there's one of the four is a little compilation of new stuff from Even As We Speak, Action Painting, Boy Racer and Secret Shine, who are also playing these shows in July when they come over. Because, well, Boy Racer, obviously, from Flagstaff, Arizona, and Even As We Speak are Australians. So I don't think they live here either. So it's quite a big deal they're coming over. Yeah, um, so this, but the... Of the four, this is the one I'm most excited okay. about because I only have this on CD. Wow. And it's got a new cover, um, a better cover, because actually the old cover for this album... That is actually a, a very lovely cover. So this is Even As We Speak, Feral Pop Frenzy, and it's got a fox 
Is that a fox? A fox wolf. Do you know what it looks like? Oh, it looks like a... Do you know what it looks like? It looks a bit like a... Um, what's... A dingo. Yeah, or that uh, thing that's... That Tasmanian devil that's extinct. Yes. It looks like one of them. Well, are they from Australia? Yeah, Tasmania. That would make sense then, because even as we speak of from Australia... Oh my God, so yeah. We've cracked it. That would be it. They're from Sydney. So that's what... And, and so it's got a really nice new cover. So this is like the 25th anniversary of this record. Um, and I only had it on CD, and now I've got it on vinyl. And... Um, and this, this is the one we should play a track from. Okay. Because it, uh, they did this amazing version of New Order's Bizarre Love Triangle, which is, isn't on this, so he can't play that. <laughs> but I don't know what, what, just go and find it somewhere, it'll be on the internet. Bizarre Love Triangle, their version, even as we speak's version of that is just beautiful. Like the amount of times I've listened to that as a kid and just thinking about some girl who I'd never saw again and, you know, sitting, you know, just sad, probably crying, you know. But I'm okay. But that's what music's for. It's exactly what it's for. It's there to cry to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this one's not sad. Um, so, one step forward. Do you want to hear one step forward now? Should we play it now? I think I talked enough yeah. about Sarah. Let's play it now. But <laughs> literally just before. So, these are all exclusive to Rough Trade. They're all exclusive. Now, I don't know what colour. So, even as we speak, is white. I think Boy Racer is yellow. There's a hundred of each. Oh, wow. So There's only a hundred of this each. Is, are we, and this is, I'm assuming we're sending them across the shops. We're sending them across the shops and online and I'm doing it in a big sale now but these yep. are really exciting records okay. and we've only got 100 of each and so just get them because so I'm loads have gone already speedy. online and stuff and yeah this they're just really good records that, okay. I mean just go and get the whole set of records back yeah. I mean they were never precious about like the idea they, were never, they weren't about like people collecting vinyl they hated that the idea that people were sort of fetishistic about it or like mm-hmm. thought you know, so they were always like but their records are also because they made very beautiful records looking records they're very collectible mm-hmm. so unfortunately they change hands for like 150 200 yeah. quid they're 7 That's inches awesome. um, so but don't think breaking into my house don't break into my house and steal my <laughs> so, just because it's worth yeah um, so they all their stuff's available on like Spotify, and they never they don't they're not precious about it because they just want people to hear these bands. Mm. And if they existed now, they, they they probably wouldn't have a seven inch label. They'd probably do like CDRs or whatever was the cheapest way to do it because yeah, they just in those days it was cheaper to make a seven inch than a CD. So um, that's what they did, and, and they ended up being incredibly collectible. Anyway, greatest label ever. <laughs> <laughs> and this so even as we speak, and that one step forward, should we play it? Yeah, let's put it on. Jesus. 
we're back with Joff in just a while, but first I caught up with producer Martin on his excellent new album, Voids, released via legendary Berlin label, Oscar Ton. Here's five to one. Martin, welcome to Rough Trade. Thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice and sunny day. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I know. It's just about, I think summer's just about started in London yep. as we record this in May. Yeah. Um, so your new album, Voids, mm-hmm. is released 22nd of June. Yeah. And it's your first outing with the new label, Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's your fourth album, I believe. Is it your fourth? Fourth solo album. Fourth yeah. solo album. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wondered if you could tell me a little bit about the creation of this album and perhaps how it differs from your previous records. Um, I mean, basically every album I've done so far um, is kind of a a bit of a journey and um, usually it sort of tells a story about my previous couple years and, you know, what I'm inspired by and what I sort of, uh, you know, uh, have done on a sort of emotional level, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think this is not really any different apart from the fact that um, the last couple of years I've been sort of struggling with a lot of health issues and things like that. And it sort of made me think a little bit about um, the sort of joy in making music and Mm -hmm. what I um, felt originally when I started making music. I've also read that you were in hospital for a period of time and and this record perhaps is also inspired by the first album you listened to. Yes. The first piece of music you listened to when you you came out of hospital. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So I had um I had a heart attack, uh, wow. in, while working in the studio, which is pretty sort of crazy experience to say the yeah. least. Um, and um, it was also quite um, a sort of an eye opener, you know, mm-hmm. because when you're actually sort of dying for for a little while um and then come back you know obviously you see everything in a new perspective and um i also saw my music uh or music in general in a sort of fresh perspective and um so the first record i listened to when i came out of the hospital was a record by max roach the Mm -hmm. jazz drummer Mm -hmm. and um he has a project called m boom which is um kind of like a percussion project where he invites like loads of different drummers and percussionists um, to build like sort of an ensemble, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I put this record on and um, um, the first sort of thing that has probably to do with, you know, the fact that you haven't listened to music for a while mm. um, is, um, you know, you just have a very fresh perspective and, and I, I heard like a sort of the space in the music a little bit more than usual. Um, it's almost like a sort of 3D experience, whereas like, oh, the drummer is actually five meters behind the the oh, wow. xylophone player or something like that. It's yeah. kind of very strange uh, perception. And um, I thought about the spaces in between all those musicians, and that's kind of where the title Voids comes from, because mm-hmm. the voids are the spaces in between right, okay. the musicians. So I wrote it down, basically, like, you know, because it was such a crazy experience. And um yeah, I wrote down some key words and things like that, and that's kind of where my my musical you know journey started. Yeah, making the album. Looking at the the track list, actually, it's really interesting. A lot of those the titles mm-hmm. sort of jump out to me that maybe there's a few stories behind them. Really? Yeah. Um, 
I wondered if you could talk to me maybe about a couple of your favourites and then, of course, I'd love you to pick one for us to play. <laughs> um, let me see. Yeah, basically, about a month before I had my whole sort of, you know, ordeal, um, one of my better friends, Marcus Intellects, who used to release on my label as well, and I released on his label, uh, he passed away as well. And um, that was obviously, you know, uh, another one of those sort of eye-opening Mm. moments mm. and um yeah something that really touched me and i think a lot of people in the sort of dance community yeah and um i made that track uh, kind of as an homage but at the same time also um to sort of underline how much people sort of came together after that happened yeah because i spoke to so many old friends that all of a sudden showed up again and you know sort of grieving together and talking about things together and you know, sort of rekindling friendships again, you know, like, oh, you, you oftentimes think that you know everything about a person, but yeah. all you really do is look on Instagram and see where yeah. they are. It's not an actual yeah. sort of conversation, you know? And I think what, what sort of, what I took away from that happening was that, uh, yeah, you have to put some more energy into your friends and make sure that you actually spend time with them and not always be sort of on the move. You know what I mean? Mm. It's... um. I think that's that's really important and yeah that's kind of where the, what the track is about yeah like having like real life experiences of people and not exactly really... you know and just and you know it's it's not too much to ask to just make a little bit of time for someone yeah. or you know grab a coffee but then you know spend a half hour longer or yeah. you know it's yeah. not that hard no but, it's not, not and, in uh, so yeah so it's definitely something that that i thought about a lot and um yeah that's kind of what the track is about wow Thank you so much for coming in today. No worries. And your album is released, as I said, on the 22nd of June. Um, so everyone go grab it in Rough Trade. <laughs> Martin, thank you very much. And we're going to play Manchester. Thank you.
Big thanks to Martin for chatting to me. Voids is out now and available, of course, from Rough Trade shops and online at roughtrade.com. So that was five to one. Um, I've still got Joff with me because I want to do a bit of a slightly different episode this week. And because it's the end of June, it's six months into 2018. Obviously, we've got another whole six months to go and an abundance more records to look forward to. But, but just at this point, Joff, because Ooh. I mentioned this last week to myself when I sat here alone yeah. recording, <laughs> like a and what lonely did you, thing. And what did you say to yourself? <laughs> I was trying to discuss with myself what the albums of the year, you know, just and generally just, might be. And, and then I was like, yourselves, you decided to be between a good myself, idea. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm a big fan of the Running Blackouts record. That's yeah. going to definitely be one for me. And just to add another disclaimer, the conversation that we're having here now will in no way oh, affect... There is absolutely no way that any record that I like will make the top <laughs> ten, just to be clear. That happened... No, I usually get one one record that I love. It okay, usually makes the top, the top ten. ten. So one of these might make the top ten, but, okay. this, but these are no way are these the records that Rough Trader is choosing. No, this is just speculation between Joff and I in a very um, hot and sweaty <laughs> podcast room at Rough Trade East. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so here we go. So you've got a big list there of some... Maybe. I mean, yeah, because a couple of newspapers ran lists as well. Yeah, so they there's have. some of these are from, from theirs as well. But actually, so for me, these are the ones I think are going to be there at the end of the year. Okay. The Arctic Monkeys record, I think, will be there at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, the Courtney Marie Andrews one, I mean, I'd like to see that in our top 10. Yeah. I, I, I generally would too. I, I think it's the least we could do. I would probably <laughs> um, blame you for getting me into that record. It's a, because. It's, it's, just, it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's a beautiful record. So I'd like to see that. Um, I think that's one of the you know the big six six month like uh, best of the ones. What else have I got here? Parquet Courts. Yeah, that could be I up like there. that. I really like the Natalie Press record. Yeah, I didn't at first, but then it really. Um, I just wanted to dance to it in the oh. end. But I think I tried to listen to it at home, like on little speakers, and it didn't really make. And then I heard it in the shop, and it sounded amazing. Sounded a lot better, yeah. Um, Caroline Rose. Yeah, that's been a very popular it's one. Really Definitely popular a rough release, hasn't it? Um, yeah. That John Prime record's beautiful. So these are the records that are vying for my top spot. That John Prime album's like the best. It's, it's the first record he's made on his own in quite a while, anyway, because mm-hmm. the duets records and stuff. And it's just so beautiful. And I feel really bad not giving the award my my album the year award yeah. at the sixth six month six month the, of the year. yeah um to but I'm but but I'm not going to okay and and I feel like I should give it to Courtney yeah um because you know she's you know we've had we had the podcast you know we had the podcast we had the she did an in store in store you know I feel like and gig. I know it would mean a lot to but I'm not going to give it to her. okay um I'm actually so my award's going to go to someone who Courtney's been playing with recently right um. But maybe we should. What else? Is there any other ones we should mention before I give the award? I mean, very recently that's come out that that snail mail record. Yeah, I haven't. It's I don't think I've played it on the show, but that is. That's really good. That's really good, you isn't should, it? You should play. You should play that. that is I should really, play that. It's a some really point. good record. I, I know, know. That's really. I saw her do that early on in the year. Just like a lot of the tracks from it, but it was just her and she with soccer mummy, and she played for a long time. And I remember yeah. thinking, this is intense, but also it was kind of like there was something about seeing like a girl singing Nirvana songs it felt oh she wasn't singing it but it felt like it had that sort of intensity mm. and it was like it's not, and so now as an album that's not just her doing acoustic I think it sounds really great yeah um, the Courtney Barnett one similarly and Nick yeah. loves that and Nick yeah. you know emotional guy he says, take, <laughs> he says take that record home and you'll fall in love with it oh really so, 
you know, so, you know, if you're feeling emotional. It is good. I saw your... at the All Points East, uh, All Points East, I should say, did, festival. Did it uh, work live? I did. She was great. But yeah. she looked, it was like a, a bit of a Courtney transformed for me in a way. What's she Like doing? just, well, just like so much energy and like really, really going for it. And really? uh, yeah, it was great. But I think this album is a lot more angrier than her previous ones. Yeah, I mean, Nick's quite angry at the moment, so okay. that, that's probably why, that's why, that's probably why he's it. telling me to take it home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Go Girl, that was massive for us. It was. Um, shame, sh- I mean, I'd be surprised if Shame isn't in most top tens Yeah. at the end of the year, but then Idols is coming up. It I is. I know it's not out yet, but what I've heard of the Idols album. So those it's two, as terms of, you know, in terms of Gobrock, I reckon they're going to be the two big, yeah. big names. Um, Obviously, is there a Taylor album this year? No, it came last year. Oh, it was, wasn't I mean, it? obviously, I'm going to see Taylor. <laughs> just when he's going to see Taylor at the weekend. So, obviously, that's going to be... But there's no actual Taylor record. No. Um, the big pop ones... I mean, I'm going to see Camila Cabello, actually. <laughs> she's not... Oh, are you? We don't stop Camila Cabello. No, we do but, not. Um, she's supporting Taylor. Okay. Um, as is Charlie XCX. So, it's a fantastic day Charlie. for us. It's going to be so good. <laughs> and that Cardi B record's amazing as well. But we that, there's no physical on that yet. So... I hope that comes out later in the year because it's a really great record. Leon Bridges was fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. People kept dropping it in the shop and everyone's like, I'm not sure, but I thought it sounded like yeah, Maxwell. Yeah, I thought it was a bit of uncertainty about really that. but it really creamy. So, yeah. Really creamy record. <laughs> that's such a good uh, word for that. Um, hookworms, that's going to that's gonna be big. Yeah, that's been popular. Uh, and Virginia Wing, have you heard that yet? I have only heard a little bit of it and actually mainly because you added a track like, of it to the counterculture yeah, playlist. Yeah, so I really like it. I basically... I sit at my desk upstairs and I should probably just ask them what they're playing downstairs, but instead I just Shazam and I just kept Shazam in her album, like different Did tracks you? in her album and then all it was the time. The same one and it's like, oh, it's this again. Try and, <laughs> try and remember when you've heard things before. Um, but it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, really nice. So that Virginia Wing, I think that'll probably, it'll be knocking about at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and that's, they're, they're kind of the big ones for me. Yeah. Um, but back to my real favorite. Okay. Okay, so it's Courtney's on tour at the moment with Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Uh. Now, this is a record, again, <laughs> that will be probably be my number one at the end of the year. I'd be surprised if it's not. It's going to, it's going to take a massive record to knock this to off knock the top. To knock it off, okay. But, um, so it's By The Way I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle, which is like a sixth album. But this one, I've never been, I've, I've seen her before live a couple of times, and I kind of like a record, but the production was never there for me. It was a little bit too... Uh, like sort of third way country, this sort of middle ground between sort of Americana and country that kind of, uh, it's just it's a bit too rock in places and it wasn't quite for me. And then, but Dave Cobb, who does like Sturgill Simpson, and mm-hmm. Jason Ishbell and Chris Stapleton, he's obviously he's a great country producer and really brings out this sort of authentic sound, but also makes it sound quite contemporary. And um, he's done this record with her. Um, and it's just like, when I heard he was doing it, I was just really excited. Cause I thought he'd always, he'd add sort of the touches He'd take away the sort of touches that I find a little bit dodgy. Yeah. And and it's just beautiful. And but it's quite a powerful record. It feels like if David Bowie had made if David Bowie had been a woman mm-hmm. and he'd made a country record, mm-hmm. it would sound like this. this. It sounds it, like okay. it's got the sort of the drama of suede records combined with a country record. Oh wow. Which sounds quite strange, but it really <laughs> works. But it's quite dramatic. And um anyway, it's 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 an emotional record. I mean, I've had a lot of bus journeys where it's it's been hardcore. I've gone deep on this. Okay. So it's, but it's really beautiful. And I just can't see anything topping it. So if we're, here we are at the half point of the year and it's like... Already got 
I love gold. A lot of gold. And, you know, I feel bad because, you know, Courtney's two. Again, it's a beautiful record. But this this is... I think you may be allowed to have two, you know, on the top spot. I basically had two last year. What did you have last year? What, so two? my two last year were, just for anyone who's listening, these weren't the rough trade albums of the year. My, these were my oh, these, personal, yeah, yeah. the staff pick. We also do a staff pick sounds of the year, yeah. which we put up on the site. Um, but my two, I was very torn between, of course, the war on drugs. Mm. Uh, record it. and the Ryan Adams Prisoner. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, which that's, that's, which topped it for me just because that was yeah that's oh, that got me through a lot. That did. Yeah. <laughs> we should go there. Well, there's, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a tough choice between those two. That yeah, it's too good. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah, obviously then I can see a, that's gonna, a certain that's, 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 Yeah, that's it. It's gonna be so. Ryan won, did he? Yeah, he did. Just because of the bonus disc. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it wasn't? But I did get for Christmas from my boyfriend that super mega ridiculous box set that he did of basically the uh, whole album on seven inches. Yeah, no, I, I was there with my friend when he was trying to buy it in the, in the pub. Basically, I went to meet him and he for two hours we sat there refreshing. Well, he had, three, he had two phones and I had one refreshing the store to buy it. And it was, I mean, that's what we did for yeah. two hours and then he bought it. And then like, album still- comes out, there's still copies knocking about. Oh. We wasted two hours of our life. Oh dear. I mean, I've taken it home and boxed it, built it. It's like a doll's house. Yeah, it's got the like the fold-out stage. Yeah, the fold-out yeah. stage and they build the little figures. Oh, it's yeah, it's really, really nice. Yeah, it's really. Fun. I mean, I think he's happy with it and stuff. I just think we didn't need to spend, didn't need to panic that much about the pre-order. <laughs> you know. The one thing I'll say on that box set though is, on it or like somewhere, Ryan Adams has put out a thing saying there's loads of like secret hidden little things about that box, but he's never going to reveal them. Only he knows them, and you just have to work them out. And if you work them out. You work them out. If you don't, you'll never know. So I've been like looking this thing over because it's just basically a box. Yeah. With a bit of like electronic in it for the light when you open the little yeah, doors. Yeah. I'm like, what more? Uh, obviously, I don't you know, sh- encrypted or something. I have no idea. You should tear it apart. <laughs> no. You, sh- you should I can't. tear it open tonight. <laughs> tonight I'm going to go and home. And on the next podcast, you reveal what you found. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My little task. <laughs> Um, ah, so back, to, back so, to the yeah. So Amni, it's Brandy Carlisle for me. By the way, I forgive you. And I know it's getting a lot of love elsewhere as well and stuff. And um, so it'll be knocking about in some list at the end of the year. And it'll be in mine. But I doubt it'll make the rough trade one. We'll see. No, I don't know. We'll see. You know. I, I mean, I know it was. Okay. <laughs> so should I play a track of this? Should we play a track yes. of this? Yes. Um, this is a track from Brandy Carlisle's. By, by the way, I forgive you, which is the album of the year for me. And no one else. At six months <laughs> yeah. in. Six months in, yeah. Um, and this, this song's called Whatever You Do. And uh, get ready. It's a big weeper. <laughs> if I don't owe you a favour, you don't know me. I don't believe we've ever even met. If there's a God in heaven, you can show me. Then I guess I should admit I lost the bed There are moments I could hold you forever And there are moments that lasted way too long There are days when I'd change with the weather June place would be wrong There's a road left behind me that I'd rather not speak of 
and a hard one ahead of me too I love you whatever you do but I got a life to live to I never met a morning I could get through Nothing on my breath to hold the night And I never said I'm sorry but I meant to I never met a coward I don't like There are reasons why a body stays in motion But at the moment only demons come to mind there are days when I couldn't walk into the ocean With no one else but you to leave behind There's a road left behind me that I'd rather not speak of And a hard one ahead of me too I love you Whatever you do I got a life to live to There's a road left behind me That I'd rather not speak of And a hard one ahead of me too So cheers, Joff, for coming on the show this week and giving us a rainbow of musical wisdom. Really very much enjoyed that. I have to correct myself, though, after stating the Tasmanian devil was extinct. It's really not. I meant to say Tasmanian tiger. So apologies to any of you eagle-eared listeners out there. So events. And this week, it's looking fairly busy across the stores. At Rough Trade Bristol on Thursday and Friday, we're hosting the Dock and Roll Festival. Both days begin at 6pm and tickets are currently available at roughtrade.com slash events. Uh... Over in Nottingham and on Wednesday, Yasmin Lacey is launching her EP with a very special night, including tracks from the record and also a guest DJ set. Rough Trade East and Let's Eat Grandma are live in store on Friday. That's going to be great. Also, don't miss Rough Trade Recommends this Wednesday. It's only a fiver to get in and, in my opinion, a bloody bargain for some incredible emerging bands. NYC and Bellows are in the store this Friday for a ticketed gig. Head to roughtrade.com slash events for all the info on that show, as well as all the upcoming events we have happening in our live event space at NYC, including those 
programmed by the brilliant Barryball Room. So that's the end of the show. Cheers for tuning in again. If you're in the UK or New York this week, we're set for a bit of a scorcher. So keep safe, wear sunblock and get those heatwave appropriate records on the go pretty pronto. Um, to bounce back from that beautiful weepy that Joff played us, here's the newest one from Jungle, who are back in our lives this summer with some new songs, including this, from Joff's Star Girls to Jungle's latest, this is Happy Man. Bye! Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.